<laughs> Welcome to the show. It's time for the head kick of fun. It's not once, it's not twice, it's three times the fun with your pals, the Geeksters. <laughs> Welcome to the Geeks here, so <laughs> episode 157, part three. What the hell was that? I'm your host, Ed. <laughs> no, I'm your host, Sean. I have no idea. I just wanted to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like my Tigger laugh. <laughs> what? If Tigger was psychotically killing people. <laughs> isn't that how he lives? Isn't that the- a little sound demonic compared to what Tigger does? <laughs> Maybe Tigger's demonic and I just don't remember. <laughs> oh, screw <laughs> you, buddy. I'm gonna, screw you. I'm going to check it out. I'm checking it out. I got, I got a phone. I'm going to go. Tigger's laugh. There we go. Dude, stop talking. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Here we go. Ready? Uh-huh. Ready to play? <laughs> <laughs> See? I was close. <laughs> You know, I know some fan people have been looking forward to Tigger's laugh and not just other clips. So yeah, thanks for watching. So yeah, there you go. The top's the of the Wonderful thing about Tigger is I'm the only one. Yes, I'm. Psychotic killer Tigger. That's right. Hey, it's the long version. She's okay enough, we get it. Holy mackerel. Oh, bother. Oh, bother. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so that was my Tigger. Uh, that was my Tigger. <laughs> so welcome to part three of your show that you've been waiting here. It's a show called Geeksters, where it's me and Ed, and we talk about geek stuff. That's what we do. This is the sing-along version. <laughs> no, we don't do that here. <laughs> this is the musical episode where Sean's gonna sing everything in different styles. Oh boy, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> yo, yo, he in part three, we talk TV. Yo, what, what, what? What else do we talk about? Oh, we talk about <laughs> movies. <laughs> Is that all we talk about? <laughs> nope. Uh-uh. News. Would you like to elaborate? Geeksters! <laughs> now you know we're called Geeksters. 
where we talk about the news and news and things. It's time for Geeksters. <laughs> I think we just have to continue off the show and uh, we'll come back at the end. Yes. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio and those apps. All right, like I promised back in part one, Ed and I were watching a little bit of new, some of the new TV stuff. Yes. Um, now, I can say I saw, out of the new TV shows, I've seen um, Minority Report. Okay. The Muppets. Uh-huh. That's it. Moonbeam City. Moonbeam City. You're right. Okay, eh. that's right. You and I watched that the other day. Um, I did not get a chance to watch Limitless yet. I have not seen the new season of Gotham yet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I did get a chance to start to watch The Man in the High Castle, the Amazon Prime show, where it's set in an alternate reality where Germany has won World War II. Okay. Um, I did watch, and I'll be honest, I started watching it at like 3 o'clock in the morning and fell asleep. What I saw, I liked, mm-hmm. um, but it was also only episode one of the season, so I'm not sure if Amazon Prime is doing one episode a week or if it was just a, here's the first episode because we didn't release it yet kind of thing. Okay. I do know that, and the reason why I was able to see it is because of dog sitting. Um, my friends have an uh, an Amazon Prime account. Okay. So I know also, too, at the end of October, I'm going to be dog sitting again. So I'm hoping that between now and then, the full season's out so I can actually watch that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what do you think about, well, you and I saw Muppets. Yes. Um, yes, I, which, which I thought was great. I loved it. It, it it's it was it was not I could honestly say it was not the seventies late seventies early eighties television show that you remember the Muppets it's more it's more adult oriented I think yeah I mean adult, slightly adult oriented in the way of there's more um, it's little less tongue in cheek little more on the nose comment whereas an adult you go ah, <laughs> you know like okay when Kermit goes about the new his new girlfriend what do you what do you say what can I say I got a thing for pigs. <laughs> It's a literal, and it's a literal interpretation, but also an abstract one. Right. You know, you kind of go, oh, that's a good one. Or when Fozzie Bear goes to his girlfriend's house to meet her parents, and obviously Fozzie Bear is a bear and she is a human, and how how raci- the racial tension in there in the household because of this is hysterically funny. Yes. You know, and and then when Imagine Dragons, you and I both saw it. I saw we both saw it twice. Oh, yeah. We saw it on our own, but then when we saw it, we got together on Thursday night. We watched it again, yes, to laugh hysterically. When Imagine Dragon, the band is trying to talk, is talking to to um, Animal. Animal, and like you should come on the road with us. And they're like, no, 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 no. Lloyd's like, no, 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 no. no. You, can't, you can never go on the road. And Animal just goes, too many women, too many towns. <laughs> I was like, that, like that's hysterical. Yeah. You know, so you're just kind of like going, all right. I mean, there were, like, obviously, Stadler and Wardorf, the old guys, their comments seem to still be the same. Yeah. Like, the whole, like, you know, uh, her wishing for the hurricane thing. Like, there were definitely jokes that would have worked back then as they do work now. I think the vaudevillian approach that they had, um, the 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 cadence of set up, set up, set up, punchline, set up, punchline, mm-hmm. still works. And it works even better using modern vernacular. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the, that's, you know, that's that's really it in a nutshell. I mean, we're we're in an age now where it's 
30 years, you know, going on, you know, 30 plus years that we've, we've seen the Muppets and it's now making them more relevant in today's age. You know, it's just yeah. like, you know, it's like you, you want to, I mean, it's, it is an eight o'clock time slot, which they say a lot of kids were watching. So they were kind well, of hoping yeah, for a little more kid jokes. Because the thing is, is I posted on our Facebook page, like the next day after the season premiere of that show, there was the 1 million moms um, organization right away. It was like, we find this show rude and offensive. This is not the Muppet show that, you know, we were ch- ch- told as well, a kid. <laughs> Because the thing was, is that on Friday night, I, I see my mother for dinner, <laughs> and they they rebroadcast it at eight thirty right. on Friday night on ABC. So I was like, I'm like, like there's nothing on TV. Let's go watch it. Let's you watch know? it again. So, yeah. so, so my mom didn't like it, you know. And I said, well, why? And she's like, well, some of the jokes were a little bit like, you know, too modern for her. Like, okay. you know. But she's like, she's like, I wasn't really a huge Muppet fan back in the day. She goes, right. I know you kids liked it, so you know we. We you know, watched, watched it. Watched right. it, right? So that for for her, she's like she did, she's like she didn't find any of the jokes. Of, now I'm laugh, I'm still laughing right. in front of my mother. I'm still laughing at the joke where Zoot, they go we're in a meeting and Zoot stands up, goes, "Hi, I'm Zoot." And they go, no, no, yeah. it's not that kind of meeting. Zoot, yeah. you, know? Uh-huh. you know, it's those little things. You know, where where Beaker and Bunsen Honeydew is there, and he goes, and Bunsen Honeydew's like they're all talking, and Kermit's trying to get their attention, and Bunsen Honeydew's like, "Let me do it," and he shocks Beaker uh-huh. with this with the stun gun, you know, and he falls over, and he goes, "Isn't that dangerous?" And he goes. No, I was wearing safety gloves. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, but that's a joke they would have done in, in the seventies version too. Yeah, how many times did Beaker get himself electrocuted? Right, you know. So yeah, that joke is is different, but also the same. Right, like the Miss Piggy, like where Fozzie Bear makes the um, um, Miss Piggy joke that it's he's not Miss Piggy. She didn't miss her the Harry. Like, right, he made basically a a, a a a hardwood floor joke. Yes. You know, or like no way in the 70s would, would Kermit use the phrase, my life is a bacon-wrapped hell. <laughs> like, you go, I want that on a t-shirt. Yes. Uh, that's hysterically funny. But in the 70s, they wouldn't do that. But but that's the thing, though. The, a lot of the a lot of the, 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 the acts or comedians or not comedians, but a lot of stars that they had in the 70s was a cleaner cut age. I mean, it was it was like, you know, like I it wasn't as. You call Ozzy Osbourne or Vincent Price or Alice Cooper cleaner cut. But they they were cleaner cut on the show. Well, yes, they did tone. You know, they, yeah. they they toned down who they were. Yes. on the shows, you know, because they knew it was the Muppets for kids, that kind of right. thing. So they they catered to that audience. Yeah. Where now, like most of the fans of the Muppets that knew they are Muppets are now in their forties. Uh, they're in their forties. They're adults. They're you know so like, and we've gone through cynicism. I mean, like we're yeah. you know we're more of a cynical bunch. I mean, some maybe not. I don't know, but. The, for me, it was like I got those jokes more because it's like the way I, where I grew up, the the, yeah. the the attitudes of the world. You know, it's like like you can't, you know, when when Fozzie Bear's like driving to his to his date and he goes, you know, when you post online, you know, Fuzzy Bear, cuddly Fuzzy Bear, willing, you know, willing to cuddle or something like that, you get the wrong kind of <laughs> wrong kind of responses. And he goes, well, not wrong, you know, wrong for them, but wrong for me. You know, right. and it was just like that, like right away. It's like we got the joke yes. right away, and it was just like, you know, in this in this day and age, that has to be acceptable because of what's going on in the uh, world. Yeah. Like you, you have to laugh at that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I just thought it was hysterical. Like, like right away. It's not. But even I saw a post. Someone posted that a long time ago. Jim Henson, before he passed away, said, "I didn't want the Muppets to be a knockoff of Sesame Street. I wanted the Muppet Show to talk about stuff that me and my friends also talk about. Mm-hmm. Like now, granted, back in the seventies, they were probably talking about other stuff than they are now. Right. Like they probably they're 
was no 70s versions of the Kardashians. Yeah. But you can now make a relevant joke about the Kardashians because that's the world we live in. Yes. You know, so why not? As I say, we're not, we're not, we're, it, that was pre-reality days. I mean, that's right. the thing you have to look at. And, 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 and a lot <clears throat> of the stuff that now is out in the open about different people was hidden away. You know, like there was, there was still that, you know, I mean, they kind of gotten less and less as like the forties, like you wouldn't talk about an actor who was drinking a lot or right. you know, wouldn't make major press because they would pay the press to not you yeah. know, print that or, article. Or, or the press had what was called integrity. Yes. We'd rather have this person be viewed as an idol rather than try to yank the rungs out from other them and say like, he's an alcoholic or he's, a wife beater. Yeah. Or, Here yeah. he is, you know, ta- half tanked off his ass coming out of a bar it was always like I. This guy is revered in our eyes, so we make him look good. It's it's. We now live in an era where we want to build up our heroes just so we can knock them down. Exactly. You know, back in those days, it was these are our heroes. We worship them, and we we. It sucks when they do fall, wow. but we forgive them quickly. Yeah. Now it's oh, I want to make you a superstar, and then when something goes wrong, it's ha ha! I knew you were a piece of shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then and that's the. I mean that's the reality of it. It's it's it wasn't this. It, like if it was the way it was in the seventies, early eighties, as it is today, then yeah, you know what? They, those jokes would be in there. Those <coughs> the same yeah. Muppets would have been there thirty years later. Would have been the same Muppets. We would have probably still laughed because our view of society right. would have been the same. So it wouldn't have been there. But no, our our life has been askewed. Yeah, you know. So those kind of jokes are more funnier to us because uh, and it's al- what's happening. And they're also using the 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 office slash. Modern Family slash any kind of document mockumentary kind of style yeah. footage where it's again like even even we call it Gonzo makes a joke is they're going to have the cutaway where they talk to the individual and then you know he's like I hate that thing because they always make you say something and they cut you saying saying something that was the complete opposite I hate that device cut to him going I love that idea yeah. you know it's like that is typical good humor it's it's yeah. clean it's funny you know. I just, it's one of those things like I, it's like there's, in my opinion, the one million moms that that are bitching about it. All you did was guarantee more viewings for the next episode. Yes. The moment someone went, oh, I find that offensive. You just went, I'm going to watch it now. <laughs> like, all right, you know, I, mean, I mean, I was going to watch it. Either oh, way. I was going to yeah. watch it either way. But I guarantee you, if there was somebody out there on the fence going, now nah, you know what, I never was really into the Muppet Show, or you know what, I'm a little too old for the Muppets. You know, it's not my thing. And then when they go, oh wait. If there's actual controversy around it, I must I have to check it out. Right. So I guarantee you, episode two will probably have a bigger viewership than episode one. Yeah. Because of the million man, million mom marcher. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, so I saw that. Now we we saw that. Now we both saw that Moonbeam City. Yes. That's the one where, um, it's it's a cartoon on Comedy Central where it's set in the '80s. Yes. Ironically enough, um, and what's his face, um. Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe plays a dim-witted cop. Yes. In this 80s style world yes. called Moonbeam City. I thought it was pretty funny. Yes. Very genius. Very um the color is um you put it how you described it the best, so I'm going to let you describe it again. All right, if you get the Duran Duran album cover, it's called Rio. And look at that. That is the artwork they used. That was probably the inspiration for the whole cartoon. It's a beautiful cover, don't get me wrong, but it was that style. And it, it, I mean, and, and it's, and, and a lot, I did hear a lot of people make a, a, crit, a comment about the fact that it was like almost like Archer. 
in a way like that, uh, that yeah that yeah. art style that you know but a little bit more flashier the a little com- more the, colorful the comedy is very like archer's a dim-witted spy yeah sort of but he gets his job done i can kind of see the comparison um keep going well i mean i i i, I mean they they say the, the the way the cartoon runs and how they move and and how they like you know stand there and just talk like that that was same same style as the archer on fx all right keep going I'm and uh so with with that in mind, you know that's that's the kind of thing. But I, I think it's this this cop's just more dimwitted than Archer. Archer had an intelligence to him that gives you a little bit more. Um, uh, you know, he he actually knows what's going on. He just acts stupidly about it. Um, and you know, where this cop just you know has no idea he's you're supposed to catch a criminal. And- yes, I know I'm throwing you off because I'm I'm looking up something while we're talking. Yeah. Um, there's an artist that was real popular in the '80s and '90s, Olivia De. Branded this? Yes. The artwork reminds me of this person's artwork. Okay. As well. Like, if you look, uh, you can see, like, the soft lines for the women. You know, it's... it's uh, You're not... You're, no, you're I don't see it at all. Not in that one. But there is definitely, like... I wish I could find the right ones. Go ahead. Keep going. Okay. So, like, like he, he was... Instead of, like, you know... Because he wanted to be the number one cop. He had a mug that was number one cop. They took that away from him. So, now right. he had to drink a number two cop... Number two cop mug you know and everybody else had like numbers and then there was this guy named rad who was the he became the number one cop and they uh, he's, you know the, the 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 chief was saying you know if you want to be the number one cop catch this you know, crime lord and so now he's like instead of doing that he finds a scroll in a mall because he was under a cover and he becomes his manager you know and and wants to uh uh, uh you know Get her career going. Okay. The artist that you're talking about who did the cover of Rio, uh-huh. his name is Patrick Nagel. Okay. So I just called up. I just looked up his you know, Google image search. Yeah. And you can see definitely heavily influenced by this artist. Yes. You know, because I'm looking at more and more artwork. I'm going, oh, yeah, that's definitely right there. Yes. Yeah. Like, here here you go. Here's a shot of, I don't know what what uh, artwork is, but this looks like the captain from the show. Oh, right. You know, it's definitely pulled from from this guy again. That guy being uh, Patrick Nagel. Patrick Nagel, right? All right, again. So, I mean, the thing is, though, it was it was it was trippy, and it was it was it was a it was a funny half hour. I mean, there was, of course, there were now two episodes in. There's episode three's coming up this <sighs> week, but it it was hilarious. I mean, like it was like you know what? I could watch this as a series. I could I could get into this and laugh my ass off yes. because it was it was like a stupid comedy. That you just got into, and like I said, it was like I lived through the '80s, so this, this that color palette yes. and the designs of it, I've I've lived through. So it was kind of funny for me to like go, "Wow, I'm kind of like reliving my childhood." Right? <laughs> yeah, there were just moments where, hey, look, I'm on Facetime. I don't know why, but all right. <laughs> like, what the hell's that all about? All right. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I thought it was great. I love the the artwork itself. It was just beautiful. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, definitely, like some of those like scenes where you're looking out across the city, I'm going, wow! It had very like a metropolis feel, yes, to it as well. Yeah. It was very, also very Miami Vice too. Yes, it was very, very for a person who grew up as a teenager in the '80s, spot on. Yes, spot on visually. Yes, you know, I mean, it's the whole neon, you know, '80s color package wrapped yes. up in this show that just just screams, and you're just like, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, now you said you saw Gotham. Yes, I did. I trudged through Gotham. I actually had to watch it in a way two times. I actually had to stop and do something else and then go back to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> really? Really? I mean, okay. 
there's going to be a lot of recurring characters and it's going to it's again it's the same setup as last year where you're going to get you're going to get like storyline split ups you know cuz you know they had a little bit of Edward Nigma and now he's kind of like going crazy. Well, yeah, because he killed the man last right. season, uh, you know, over the girl, Christmas, right. or whatever her name is. Yeah, so, you know, uh, so he's looking in the mirror and have, like, have a conversation with himself. Oh, okay. Yeah, so no. he's kind of doing the Willem Dafoe thing between uh, Norman Osborne. Exactly. Between Norman Osborne and Green Goblin. Exactly. Yeah, you know, where he looks normal and all of a sudden he contorts his face a little bit to give the crazy eyes. Yeah. You know, right. and, and, and you know, so he's having a conversation with himself, and and it's just that, that that's one part of it. Like I said, that was a minute part of it. Then, of course, uh, Barbara, uh, Jim Gordon's ex, ex yeah, yeah. Who killed her parents. Right, she ends up in prison, and of course, the redheads there that that killed his mother in the the circus. The episode. one everyone's saying it's a joke, right? Yeah, they're trying to really shoehorn her and make she, it a Harlequin. Yes, and then and that's the thing. That's the that's the. They didn't give a visual. I'm not going to say that, that, yes, this episode showed that she's going to be Harley Quinn, but it kind of gave you that feeling like he's definitely going to be Joker. Well, see, I had that feeling that they were trying to shoo her, 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 her in as Harley Quinn when she had Cat and Ivy living in her apartment. Yeah. When the three of them were there, because I as was a fan of Gotham City Sirens, which had... Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and Catwoman living together in, in an apartment. Yeah. So I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This chick is not fucking Harley. Fucking. I, I was getting my, the, the hairs on the back of my neck were going, fuck. Who, I'm, oh, no, 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 no. Because she's not even close to even remotely even being named. Yeah. She's not a psych major. She's not a doctor. I'm like. Why are they doing this? Like, why? What? Stop shoehorning in shit to go. Huh? Look at this. Yeah, I mean they fuck you. That's the same. They're really, they're really trying to push everything together, you know, because it was called the Rise of the Villains. That's the whole episode, right? Well, the whole season's supposed to be based on that. Okay. Yeah. It's well, this, that's like- the name of the first episode. So yeah, it's but it's going to be based on the whole season. But they break her out and um, the Ginger uh, Joker, Tom Joker, Joker. And for the characters, this, there was these two thrampers that come in and are going to try and save Gotham, you know, and, and, and they actually break them out of jail. And they're going to do something with them. Of course, you don't know what, because it's all, like I said, Wait, this is like a therapist. Not a therapist. His name is Theodore. Th- uh, I forget the guy's name. What was his job? He, he was a th- philanthropist. He was a Pro- philanthropist? Yeah, it's a. Okay. Yes. All right, a and he's gonna try and yeah, he's gonna try. He's a millionaire trying to save Gotham. He's gonna like invest in Gotham to okay brighten their future. You know, make all it right. Play. I'm just trying to find like a correlation in the Batman Rogues Gallery. Like I don't, I, I looked like, him up. He does not exist in the well, Rogues. Maybe gallery. not him, but Barbara doesn't exist in the Rogues Gallery. But they're trying to make her in the Harley Quinn. Yeah, this guy could be the Tom. You know, the Hush version. Like kind of like if, the, if he's a philanthropist, a rich guy trying to save Gotham. They could try to use him, mold him as like a character in the Batman, you know, Rogues Gallery, mm-hmm. but not actually being like having him. Like it's like having a person be Harley Quinn, but her name's not Harleen Quinzel. Yeah, having a guy named Joker, but yet for the people who think that his Joker should be named Jack Napier. Yeah, like because of the original Batman movie, like yeah. the Batman '98 version, '89, '89. Sorry, '89 version. Jack Nicholson, whose character is named Jack Napier, yeah. turns into turns into Joker. A lot of people as kids think that Joker's real name is Jack Napier. It's not. not. No one's ever known. Right. So that's the reason why you can get this kid 
who I don't even remember what his real name is in the show, be the Joker because he could be anybody. Right. Like, and then, yeah. of course, like, you know, you still have the, the conflict of both uh, Bullock and uh, Gordon. Gordon became a basically a, a, a uniform cop instead of a detective. They demoted him again right. at the end of the season. Again. And he became a traffic cop where Bullock quit the job and he became a bartender. Okay. You know, and so so now God. he now he still wants to clean up Gotham and, you know, type of thing. When he ends up with the, the first episode, a guy, crazy guy comes down and he basically stops him because he has a sword. He's, oh, no, Gordon, right? Yes, Gordon okay. stops this crazy guy because he comes down off the thing. He's I forget. He, you have to watch the episode. I'm not going to give every detail on this. But yeah. basically, though, he captures the guy and then pushes the other traffic cop that comes up because he finally is going to relieve him of, of the traffic duty he's got to do. And he's like, you're late. And he pushes him. So that actually causes uh, Commissioner Loeb to fire him because he assaulted a cop. Okay, yeah. Even I'm though it was just a push. Glad, I'm glad you're paying you you're all over the place. Yeah. Yes. All right. I see this this storyline's all over the place. That's the thing I hated about it, is you get to a certain point and then it's like it's like it's watching a soap opera. It's like watching Days of Our Lives with Gotham people yeah. that you really get ticked off because you're going, These people are gonna be too fucking old by the time Batman becomes That's and like I was when I was talking to Jess today, she saw the first episode and she liked it. You know, she liked it and I'm like I got my issues with Gotham. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, here's an example. Like Harvey Dent being already a, a, a lawyer when this goes on, when he he's supposed to be best friends with Bruce Wayne, they grew up together, which makes the the story of him becoming Two-Face more personal for Bruce Wayne, which makes you kind of feel bad for for everybody involved. And like I said, I can forgive everything else that I'm explaining to you. I can, I can be like okay with it. The one thing that bothered me was the whole uh, Bruce Wayne uh, arc of the story, where they find at the end of the story, <clears> they, <throat> find, they find the Batcave. They find the Batcave. Well, here it's locked behind a door, and there's a special code buttons that he has to press. Oh, so wait, wait. So you're trying to tell me that the after so they break the the, the secret thing so that the the fireplace moves out of the way. Yeah. And they look down a hall. They look down the stairs and you hear the bats. You're going, oh my God, he's going to find the bat cave. And it's actually just a door that needs another code. Yes. Fuck you, I'm done. <laughs> Either oh. commit or don't. Right. Okay. So here's the thing. Okay. So now he has to find the way to, to break into this <clears throat> of thing. Of course. So he's trying all these codes. Knows little brat. Right. right. Gotta, gotta find out, of course, the butler's like, maybe you shouldn't load. Maybe you gotta wait right. till you're older to figure Mr. this. Mr. Bruce, maybe you shouldn't pry when you're, you're a up kid. You know, yeah. Maybe you should grow up a little bit before you know, you know, mature a little and bit. And he's before. like, fuck you, I'm Bruce Wayne. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Right, it's my house. It's my house. My parents are dead. Where? <laughs> you know, yeah. So he decides to blow the door open, he, and then, of course, the butler reluctantly helps him, and they, they build the bomb and blow the door open. Well, here now is this old desk with all these computers with flat panel monitors. <laughs> so I'm thinking, how long has he had this, right? Then he well, walks well, up. Okay, wait, 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 I'm not done yet. All right, okay. I'm going to say this because you seem to bitch a lot about the cell phones, old cars things. Yeah. That is done purposely. Okay. Because if you remember the animated series. Yeah, okay. All right. That's not all right. All right, fine. Because the idea behind it is the fact. That's not the fucking point of the story. Okay, what's your point, Ed? The point is, when he goes up to the desk, on the keyboard is a note which says Bruce on it. Okay. He opens it up. Like, his parents know that he was going to die and left this (laughs) facility for Bruce Wayne. I... 
I got nothing. Like, I it's don't know. It's like, how the fuck, like, all of a sudden, like, my son's, <coughs> son's you know, now 10 well, years old. Well, but that, I have the secret society going on. I have all these Well, computers. yeah, because they're supposed to be, they're supposed to be in, incorporating the um, uh, Court of Owls okay. this season, too. So anybody who's a fan of the, the new versions of Batman, there's the Court of Owls, which was basically a um, secret society of, of rich, well-to-do people who dictated the control of who, what, where. Like it was, it, they were very um, working behind the scenes uh-huh. as far as um, we want this guy elected, so we pulled the right strings to get this guy elected because he will help pros- You know, he will help the. Co- the city grow in the way we want it to grow. Yeah. Very Illuminati. Yeah. You know, so in the Batman mythos, apparently Tom and Martha Wayne were supposed to be part of that. Yeah. You know, so I can see them pulling that into it. The The whole Bruce Wayne thing on the thing, on, on the, on the, the note, the note here, my question would be is if that's supposed to be left to him, why didn't you make the combination easier? Well, that's to say he, it reads the first sentence. He goes, I'm glad you finally figured out that the code was your name, Bruce. That would be the first thing I would have typed. I, I'm going to be honest. As a 10-year-old, I'd be like, well, what would be the first things? I would pick my mom's birthday, yeah, my dad's birth- birthday, birthday, my birthday. Maybe I would punch out my mom's name, my dad's name, my name. I would have been like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to. Thomas Wayne, I get the feeling, wasn't too bright as far as a guy anyway. Like, right. And Bruce is really turning into be a real fucking idiot. Yeah. So, I mean, say, he blows up the door, he finds, which, which by the way, like, not, like, other than the door, with these bombs, I mean, you would say, would have blown the whole thing to smithereens, because how much of explosives they use, right. or the design of it anyway, I mean, like, I'm thinking, yeah, like, in this modern age, why do they just use a little bit of C4 and blow the door open, like, I can't believe that a billionaire can't buy a couple ounces of C4 through corporations, you know? Right. You know, like, kind of thing at this point. It's like... I'm fucking Bruce Wayne. Give me some C4. Exactly. You know? What does it matter, you know? And then... then, Or at least try a blowtorch first. There you go. Because <laughs> that door was not that great of a design, to be honest with you. My best part about that was that pause. You just went, son of a bitch, you're right. Why didn't they do it? Like, <laughs> there's a plot all right there. But the, the, the thing is, is that this note's waiting for him all this time. And he goes, you know, if you read this, we're dead. It's just like, like, well, OK, like, I'm going to say that, that probably has something to do with the Court of Owls, because according to the Batman mythos that's been going around that Scott Snyder wrote it, mm-hmm. wrote. The Waynes were asked to be part of. We saw them. We saw it in the Batman versus Robin cartoon. Uh-huh. Um, except in in the comic book, parents were invited. They turned them down. But now that because they're aware of the Court of Owls, that they are afraid for their lives, which poses the idea that Joe Chill, the person who actually killed the Waynes, was hired by the Court of Owls to kill his parents. Yeah, you know, and you're like. Okay, is Oliver Stone going to be making this movie too? Because a lot of conspiracy theories. Yeah. So they're trying to tie. I think they're trying to go that route. Like you're going to find out that the Court of Owls were involved in his parents' death, and his dad knew about, it, which is the reason why he left the note and the whole thing. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't like we're going to die today, but because I know we're on the watch, I'm. I guarantee you, it's going to be something like, oh, 24 hours before they went to the movies, it happened. Like, yeah. Like that night, he's. Like, I, I don't know. It's just it's too, it's just too much it's, of a. It's, it's two very shoehorn plot devices. Yeah. Of like, you might as well just see the 
the days of our lives. Exactly. Like, you know, Dallas. I mean, because to be honest with you, the only reason why I wanted to watch Gotham, I didn't really want to watch it. The only reason why I watch is because I want to see if they do the Joker in this show. Right. Like, I, I, you know, now, granted, I don't know how many episodes I'm going to watch. I'm going to go watch a couple episodes. I'll be honest. I'm not going to say, no, it, this is it. I'm done. It's kind of like the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. Like, I'll go through it. I'll, I'll you know, I suffered through season one. Season two, I hope they cancel it after the fact, you know, and be done with it since it was the last season that they hired for uh, Netflix yeah, to Netflix, take on, you know, exclusivity, whatever crap. Yeah, Netflix you know. bought the rights to season one before it even aired. And I got to be honest, Netflix maybe should have waited. Yes. Just should have waited like six months after the first episode. Yeah. Because it was just like that first season was just like. <sighs> yeah. Like so angry and so infuriating. And, and, and I was that- angry and infuriated by the end. Like I said, I, I watched like about 15, 20 minutes. And then I'm like, I have to do something else for a while. And then I'll go uh, back okay. to it. And I finished it like later that night. And I'm like, I'm glad I watched it just to, to finish it and just be done with it. I have one more show, Minority Report. Yes. I watched it. I liked it. But I got a feeling it's going to be canceled. Really? I do. I, I feel like, number one, it's a good sci-fi show. Okay. Okay. So Fox... Never gives a shit about their science fiction shows. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. Firefly, Almost Human, Fringe was kind of iffy. Yeah. Lasted five years, but it still got, you know, the only one that they ever, only science fiction show they actually had any success with was their first one, X-Files. And ever since then, they've been trying to recapture that magic. Yes. And the moment that it doesn't happen, what do you call it? The Terminator, the Sarah, Chron- the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Mm-hmm. That also got canceled real fast. Had two seasons, and then it was done. Yes. You know, it's because they just don't know how to handle their science fiction. Show I thought was good. It takes place kind of after the movie. Mm-hmm. Like the movie, uh, for those people who don't know, Minority Report, Steven Spielberg movie. Tom Cruise is in it. It has to do with future crime. There's these psychics who say, I see a name and I see a murder. It is Ed murdering his wife over an Animal Crossing thing. <laughs> and it's going to happen in four hours. Cops show up, arrest you, and throw you in jail for a crime you have not yet committed, yeah. but we're going to. Right. So they throw you in this freezer right. and and stasis to set out your, your life sentence or whatever your term is. Yeah. This And then, of course, Tom Cruise being Tom Cruise breaks it all down and, and helps free the psychics and basically fucks up the whole... Uh, the whole um, system because it's corrupted. Right. You know, so, all right, now the show takes place after that. Yes. Where it, one of the, the the three psychics are split amongst themselves. They, they, were, they were kicked out. They didn't kick out. They were in, put in the hiding by the government. Mm-hmm. So the secret wasn't, you know, brought out about the, about these kids and all that stuff. And now they're, they're adults and they're trying to do things and then there's this female cop. And it's, again, the whole, like, hey, you might not want to go that way because you're going to die. Who, you know, and then she's like, I don't believe you. And he grabs her and pulls her out of the way. Right, right, right. I, I, I know I was looking like I'm like looking on Facebook and not really caring what you're saying, but I was looking for an article about Minority Report because I just read something this past week, the fact that, that the show might be canceled due to the fact of the low ratings they got. Right. It, I, well, I, I think I saw the same article where it didn't get a lot of viewers. It got 3 million viewers. Which is not good for... for, for national t- or uh, major television networks. Right. Cable, it's fine. Deep cable, it's fine, but not... I think it's because it's a science fiction show on Fox. And Fox does not have a good track record with their science fiction shows. Not because they're bad shows. 
was because somebody there in the, in the corporate level doesn't know how to handle these shows because Firefly was out of order. Like the, the season was yeah. out of order. Almost human. People were kind of confused about the season itself. Comes to turn, turn, come to find out that those episodes also weren't aired in order. Yeah. So you're like, well, whoever is running that time slot to say put this show on next has been f- because they want to keep the action adventure part up to speed and not the character part. Mm. It's fucking up the season. So everyone's like, yeah, I saw Minority Report. It wasn't bad, but you know what? I'm not going to watch it again because what's the point of being? What's the point of watching every week and getting invested into this show when I know Fox is going to fuck me and cancel it? Yeah, no, I, I mean, and, as I said, and, nothing you could say because that's exactly it. That, I mean, like, that's that's how you, that's the feeling you get. Like every time I hear, you know, Minority Report, it's like on Fox. I'm like, hey, I'm out. Like, like it's like uh, how long before they cancel it? I'm surprised I mean, Sleepy Hollow's lasted this long. I guarantee you, if, if, if this somebody, somebody, the executive producer at for Sleepy Hollow has <clears throat> a, something on an executive on Fox. That's what I'm going to say. That's <laughs> they, there's a blackmailing going on because that show has gone to shit in a in a handbasket faster than <laughs> you know. Any, I I don't even know what metaphor I could fucking use to, to properly <laughs> you know give what is what it was this about because it is. I mean, it's like. They, they ended the first season, you're like, okay. And the second season was somewhat interesting when they've got the guy from Fringe to come in to play the sun. Right, right. You know, and you're like, okay. And it, it, and it all raveled. But then it was just like that second half of the season, it was just like... It became about a love story, like yeah. a love triangle. You're going, no, that's not what makes the show good. It was right. it was, it was was the fish out of water story because I saw the first season. I was like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But then as I was watching, as the second season was going on, because I had it on Blu-ray and dad was my dad was a fan of it. And I was like, how's the season? He's going... Can I be honest? This season sucks. Yeah, I'm like, why? He's like, they're trying to get Ichabod and the cop to fall in love, and it's not. It's like that's not what the show's about. Like, I'm like, I, I, I told Dad, I get the feeling they had a one season arc, and that the moment that you know they finished. they finished it, they were surprised that they got a second season. So now they're. We you got know, season two. We got season two. Crap, and, I gotta write somebody something. walks in and goes, yeah, you know what's good? Um, get those two to fall in love. Well, to say, they probably now, went to focus groups and go, what do you think? Yeah. Well, we always like the love relationship between, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so in these shows, so we should have that kind of in this show. Right. And, oh, how great would it be, like, an old guy from the, the his, you know, from the revolutionary days with, who owned slaves fall in love with a black chick? How great would that be? You know, you're <laughs> like... Somebody was like, "Oh, you know what? That would be kind of good to show how progressive we've yeah, he's changed as a person to be." And even though he says he never owned slaves back when he was in that time, yeah. But for him to fall in love and bang a you know black chick is kind of a kudo to you, there, dude. You know, but by the same token, you're like, uh, no one cares. And right. now for season three, what are they going to do? They're bringing bones into it. <laughs> It's like the, I'm, I can't the, wait the crossover you didn't expect. I, I can't wait for this truck train wreck to happen. I really I can't. Told, Dad was like, "I'm taping." I'm like, "Are you taping Bones?" He's like, "No, why?" I'm like, "Need to tape because I think uh, third episode in of Bones are going to Sleepy Hollow." And my dad was like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yep." He's like, "That doesn't even make sense." I'm like, "I know. That's why we need to see it. We need to see how this works." He's like, it's "Like two trains." Coming together, and you're just standing in the middle with popcorn going, oh, boy, the carnage is going to be awesome. And he was like, really? I'm like, yep. And we got, we got, he's like, oh, this is going to be horrible. we got to watch it. Like, yeah. I'm just like, and then the new spinoff show of Bones, that new doctor guy. Yeah. Dad hated that show. Yeah. He was just like, 
this guy's got too much of a fucking attitude that I can't stand. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. I'm like, but House had an attitude. He's like, different. He's like, you know, he just, he's like, I, I don't, I don't connect with this guy. He just seems to me like he's the kind of character I want to punch in the face. <laughs> you know, it's not like he's like House. At least this guy was trying to save my life and yeah. he was a dick. But this guy is just an asshole. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, can't stand the guy. I'm like, I'm, he's like, I'm one and done it. I'm like, really? I mean, it's just like, I mean, to be an executive on Fox, <clears throat> I, I mean, I wonder what, what the process is to be that kind of, I guess you got to be a corporate suck up for so long. And then I, finally they go, all right, we're now we're going to give you a shot. And then you're like, oh crap, I got to panic now because what, what, what does well on television reality shows and they don't cost anything. So I could throw a couple reality right. shows in there or, uh, you know, comedies always seem to work, you know, but I got to find the right funny people. Also, another reason why I don't think my report's going to work do so well. First episode, I'm going to say kind of expensive. It, it was very flashy as far as the, the cars and the the whole, like, you know, because now they have, you know, if you remember the movie, there was that big computer that he would do the whole Iron Man moving yeah. around. He was Iron Man before Iron Man with yeah. the whole hand gestures for the yeah. computer. It, she has it too, but it's portable. It comes out of her eye. Uh, so that computer, she can stand in a room and do all this stuff, and it's very... Very visual effects heavy. Uh-huh. Very. And I'm just going, show's not going to last. Any science fiction show. Or, or they're going to use the plot device. The fact is that you'll never see that again. I and, said that to my dad. It's going to be like an off. Like, I like, like, like the behind the scenes that you didn't see that I used the computer uh-huh. and this is what's going to happen. She's going <clears> to <throat> she's gonna explain it to people. Right. Now. It's going to be that whole, like, you're one and done. Here's the technology. We'll do it maybe a couple times throughout the theater this season. But not all in every episode. She'll walk off camera, and there'll be an interaction between your one guy and another guy. I'll be some a funny, funny scene to distract you, and she'll walk back and go, "Yeah, just just computer guys, guys at Main Street." Yeah, you're going. How'd you figure that? Oh, I checked the computer. Yeah. I did my little magic finger thing. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Ah, uh, so I'm I'm gonna stick with Minority Report until they do cancel it. I just get a feeling it's not gonna last this. I'm it's not all gonna right. last this year. All right. It's a shame too because I really did like the, but of course they had to throw in that the whole conspiracy thing. Yeah, it's like why can't you just make it a crime? Stop with the conspiracy theories. Not it all doesn't have to be connected. It just go one and done. Mm-hmm. NCIS does it. Th- that shows the number one show in the world at this point. Yeah, why? It's a procedural show. Bing bang boom. They'll have uh, they'll set up something that'll last through the entire season, but it's not every episode. It's like hey, previously on NCIS. Ten episodes. Remember this happened? Here's a continuation. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, here's five episodes later, or it's a season finale. We're gonna wrap that up. They did that. They did that for the new Battlestar Galactica, where it was like like something like a story arc that happened like four shows ago. <clears throat> They'll give you go previously on Battlestar Galactica, right. give you that, and then they expand on that story arc, yes. and you're like, great. You know what? I I was kind of wondering what happened, and it's like now you're gonna feed that to me. That's yes, great. I don't need the. Oh well, now this is connected to this because hmm, dun dun dun. Yeah. No, come on. Okay, or fine. Give me a little flavor of that, but don't make it drive the entire season. Just don't because you're gonna get. If I miss an episode, I'll be like, I don't care. Because that's the thing. That's what I hate. Like when they do with with shows like. Uh, Supernatural does this a lot where they're like uh, previously yeah. on you know it's the first episode previously and it's like 20 minutes of carry like, on my uh, wayward side and they give you like little yeah. minutes of the whole season you go I really don't remember that it's been four months ago since I've seen it yeah it's a lot of Dean going son of a bitch son of a bitch son of a bitch 
Yeah. You know, they usually do that the season ending too. It's like pre, you know, then and now. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, I hope I don't need to remember what happened last season. My attention span so short. Shit. <laughs> but I don't, so it's like thank God. <laughs> they give you just enough to let it go. I probably could figure it out on the way because they do. They they're really good at doing the whole. Okay, we look. We realize you probably forgot everything you just saw. So, hey, Dean, remember that time you were a demon? Oh, yeah, that's right. He was a demon last year. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. carry on. Yes. <laughs> hey, Sam, remember that time you were dead? Oh, that's right. He was well, dead, dead that one year. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks. Thanks for the memory. Thanks for the memory, job. As they hop in their car and drive away. <laughs> carry on my way, would say. <laughs> I, I will forever, every time I hear that song, will always think Supernatural. Yes. That and Eye of the Tiger now. Eye of the Tiger? Yeah, because there was a scene where Dean, uh, is you never saw that scene? <laughs> I've never, was, I might was, have. I just don't remember. Where Dean's in the car and they do an Eye of the Tiger and he starts lip singing it. Oh, yeah, I of, did. Right. I will always now forever see him doing that for Eye of the Tiger. All right. Well, I, I still always think of Rocky, but. Nah, sorry. Rocky. Yeah. Old man Rocky. Anyway, okay, so that's our TV review. You want to get a couple news articles in? Let's get one good one in. One good one. One good one in. I didn't bring any good ones. All right, let's get one good <laughs> mediocre one. One good piss poor. One piss poor. All right, here we go. Here's a piss poor one for you. Uh, A-Team. Would you like to see that come back as a TV show? <laughs> um, Not really, no. All right. Well, you're out of luck. That's going to be on Fox. <laughs> We're going to sci-fi, and it's now 100 years in the future. And the A-team, which is now renamed as the VR team, the virtual reality team. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing by that article, it's coming back to television. Yeah, well, they're, they're, going, to, they're going to basically <coughs> retool, re, uh, reboot the series, basically. Instead of all four guys, you know, they were uh, thinking it's going to be male, male and female, and they all have certain skills. I'm like... Why call it the uh, A team? Like, why is, why bring this? Like, this is that bullshit corporate talk of going. We have to be more politically correct. So now we're going to need a guy, a girl, uh, a person of color, and another person of color. We're going to make that a female. Or if we can get a female person of color to help be the lead lead actor, we're in. Yes. Yeah. Like exactly. it's, instead of face, it'll be you know face, but it'll be a female. Yes. It, yeah. All right, all right. I mean, they didn't get too specific on everything, of course, right. you know. But that's that's the kind of everything's kind of moving forward that way. They, you know, they it's not a uh, you know a what if. It's more of like it's it's definitely a possibility of this happening. They're going to make a pilot, and, and then NBC gonna, is going to. Work. Of course, it's NBC, right? Yeah, they'll they'll put the pilot on, and then it'll bomb faster. Everyone will be morbid curiosity. Watch the first episode. Exactly. And go, oh, that's what it's going to be about. <sighs> <laughs> Like next, moving on. <laughs> All right, you got any other television news or anything? Like television? That? How about uh, well, let's let's how about movies? What that works too. I mean, I figure we spent most of the time talking about television shows. Let's move the let's... movies a little bit. Transformers. They are more than meets the eye. That's right. All right. You know what? I like the 1986 Transformers the movie. I, I you know, and I really wish they'd bring something back. Right. Like that. Well, now they are. <laughs> Well, I never would have guessed you were going with that way with that setup. Um, really? Ed, yes. There are? Yes. Tell us more. <laughs> According to the deadline, Ant-Man scriptwriters Andrew Bearer and Gabriel Ferrari All right. have been recruited to work on an animated orange story focusing on Cybertron. 
the home planet of the robots, basically the Autobots and Decepticons. Uh, a lot of people have getting criticism for the the last four movies. The fact that the, the shit. <laughs> besides that, oh, okay, that they're actually focusing more on the humans than the robots, like you know Jaeger mm. and you know Shia LaBeouf's character, right, and, and Mark Wahlberg's character yeah. and his hot wa- his hot sister, hot daughter, hot daughter. <coughs> yes. So now they this is kind of kind of be like an origin story. They don't they say that's not going to be really associated with the live action Transformers movies, but eventually they could like inter click the two like you could kind of get more of like this is going to be a it's kind cybertron of like, central of how cybertron went downhill that's why the robots left cybertron right so it's kind them. of like a prequel show but not really because we don't really want to tie in this tv show to the movie right, right. because movie the movie yeah. well only oh well i'm saying movies all the you all, said tv show oh i'm sorry the tv show in with the movies because we want separate universes exactly you know, if we want to re- if we want to have our our robots get to Earth, we're gonna need a different wick, uh, Sam Wick wiki, or yeah, you know, yeah, and then, and they said that basically like it's it, there's not gonna be any humans in the movie. There might be at the end, like oh, the show's so gonna bomb. <laughs> well, they they actually land on Earth. Right, know, and this is just be a cartoon, right? Yes. Uh, what did they say? What channel? It's gonna be a movie. It's gonna be actually in the oh, theater. Oh, okay, so the they're doing theater. a movie. Okay, well, then they might be able to get away with it. Yes. Only because like, I'm sitting there, if they make a TV show out of that... I could see a TV show possibly happening after the fact. Right, but I can't see... I can't see them doing more than one movie with just the robots. As much as cool as I think it would be, and as interesting to me as it would be, yeah. I don't think the mass... Because Hollywood likes to cater to the idiots of the country. Yeah. So they're going to go... Well, people aren't going to understand it unless they can't relate to it. So we need a human being in there so they can put themselves in that person's place. Like, what would happen if it happened to me? Because no one's going to be able to relate with a, a truck called Optimus Prime, but they can relate to a guy named Sam because maybe they're named Sam or because they're human. They can feel the same way. <laughs> Sorry. I just. Like I'm gonna say, uh, I got sick. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, first half hour is nothing but those monkeys talking sign language. Mm-hmm. I could watch an entire movie on them because that's how good it was. Yeah, it was just like it was mesmerizing. Yeah, sure, it was all subtitled, but I'm like the acting, the facial expressions, and knowing that I'm watching a bunch of computer animated monkeys, and I'm still going. I could watch an entire movie based on how they live their lives in that camp. Yeah, like it was just fascinating to me. So a full movie like that, I can. With just okay. the robots, I can watch, but I guarantee you there's somebody out there going, I hate that fucking part with those other monkeys. All we're talking in sign language. There's a, a, a stupid person out there who just doesn't get it. Yeah. Who can't get pulled into. I know into, a few of those people. Yeah, who can't get pulled into the story itself because they're too busy going, oh, well, I don't, I don't want to watch a monkey. I want to see what shit happening to humans. Yeah. It's like, come on. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I can see them going, I don't like that idea of the Transformer movie. Yeah. You know? no. right. It's coming. It's, it's coming, though. I'm okay with that. All right. Um, one more, Ed. One more. Make it a good one. Oh, oh pressure. 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 I don't care if it's good or not. Just, you know. Ooh, here's one. Okay. This is one of my personal favorites. One of your personal favorites, yes. all right? Tron 3. <laughs> all right. Uh, Apparently, as we all know, it got pulled. It's no longer... Yeah, we were put on that like a few few months back. Yes, 
Yes. Garrett Hedlund. That's the guy who played Flynn, isn't it? Yes. Okay. He played Sam Flynn, uh, uh, Kevin Flynn's son right. in the movie. And he's been talking about it. He actually says that, you know, don't say it's done. It's just because Disney pulled the plug. They've been working on a lot of different things uh, in the last year about it. And they feel that, that this movie can still happen. He was talking, of course, he's in the new movie Pan. He plays young Captain Hook in the movie. Whoa, 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 whoa. So he plays young Captain Hook and Hugh Jackman plays old Captain Hook? Uh, uh, Hugh Jackman plays Blackbeard in in the Pan movie. Oh, I thought he played Hook. No. Oh, okay. Ah, All right. ah, Okay. All right. It's a little bit of an origin story for Peter Pan. Okay. Uh, Okay. Um, Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) So he's out promoting. Right. He's promoting Pan, and they're talking about, of course, those conversations do uh, change from Pan to uh, Tron. And. He's been, you know, he's. They're all eager to, to, to jump back in their roles. Olivia Wilde and Jeff Bridges are looking to come back to to play their roles, respectively, in the film. And that the, the new technology that they've been seeing could make this movie a more uh, mind blowing movie. But they, of course, they have to get a lot of people involved. So, okay, yes. Uh, Tron Legacy was five years ago. Yes. All right. I think this is one of those cases where the actor is talking up more to try to re-invitalize a project because it means a more relevancy for him. Case in point. (laughs) No, I I, I totally agree with you. I mean, this is the whole point of this article. The fact is, is that it's just like I can't think of the actor's name. Shit (laughs) from Hellboy. Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman saying talking about Hellboy three over and over again, or how um what's his face um the guy who keeps talking about that he's having a meeting with uh, to be John Stewart um the model Tyrese Gibson, Gibson, Tyrese Gibson, Gibson yeah him shooting his mouth off going no no I had talks with DC I'm gonna be John Stewart I'm gonna be John Stewart thinking someone's gonna go you know what let's shut him up and make him John Stewart yeah like it only works once in a while Ryan Reynolds got lucky with Deadpool. You know, who should be Deadpool? Ryan Reynolds should be Deadpool. Why isn't Ryan Reynolds Deadpool? Let's make him Deadpool. Why isn't there a Deadpool movie with Ryan Reynolds? All right, fine. Let's give it to him. Like, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Just to shut people up. It's like, bitch, 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 and finally go, oh, all right. Yes. Um, I do think it's one of those cases because I'm looking here. Tron Legacy was in 2010. He did a short called Tron the Next Day. Mm-hmm. Um, then he did On the Road it, um, in 2012. Then he did Inside... Lewin Davies Davis in 2013. Uh, he did Lullaby in 2014, Unbroken in 2014, Mojave in 2015, and Pan in 2015. Yeah. Now in a scan of five years, take away that other Tron thing. One, two, three, four, five. He's been in six things in the yeah. last five years. Yeah. If Tron was more of a hit, he'd probably have a better career. Of course. So I think it's one of those things where he's going, oh, I signed on for three movies. You know, let's face it. Tron's going to be a hit. We're bringing it back. I'll sign that contract for three years. Sure. No, for three movies. No problem. I'm the star of the show. Right. I'm the star. I'm, I'm fucking. You can't Sam have. Sam Flynn. You can't have Tron without Sam Flynn. Yeah. You know, and he. Kevin, got, Lins, Kevin Flynn's not going to live forever. That's right. So I'm going to be the next guy in there. And then the movie winds up being one and done. 
And now it's like, well, what about the other two Tron movies? I did sign on for three. I, I, I should be a household name. I should be, I should be the Robert Downey Jr. of the Tron movie. Exactly. You know, but but we're not doing another one. Oh, oh okay. All right, fine. Yeah. But I'm I'm going to be in the Pan movies. That's right. Oh, but wait, Hugh Jackman's going to be Blackbeard. Everyone's going to think he's Pan because that guy, one guy on that show, thought he was going to be Captain Hook, <laughs> and. And as an origin story of Pan, and I'm going to be overshadowed by Hugh Jackman, Wolverine himself, who's, you know, he's been Wolverine in not only one series, but two series. You figure the X-Men and the, and the Wolverine series. Why am I not getting my Tron series? Yeah. I, I'll, I'll be the voice of uh, the guy on the TV show, if, if you need be. Uh, go, go. Yeah, they canceled that, by the way, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, that's, I'm like, I, I think that's that's a great show. You know? Right. You know, and it was like. It's one of those, like. And it was, it was like, like, a Fox executive must have got hired by Disney. <laughs> <laughs> and or, screwed it over. Or it was that that guy got fired for pulling Tehran and he got hired by Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like they were showing – now they're showing them again at 3 in the morning. Right. The reruns, but they're you know, right. showing them at 3 in the morning. But it was like they used to be on like like Saturday night at like 10 o'clock. Well, I loved the, uh, uh, the, the, that new Batman one with the computer animation. Yeah. I loved that one, the Beware of the Batman. Uh-huh. I loved that one. I thought it was great. And pff, they pulled it. I was like, you fuckers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, d- don't make another series. Fine, just give it to me on DVD. Like, uh, yeah, you know, like, like, just do that. I mean, like, you'll make some money off of it. Yeah, you know, like, well, like, almost human. That show we were just talking about on Fox. Yeah, they have not. They the only way to get that on DVD is if you order it through the WB store. Ah, through their own store, they will press their own. They will press copies for you of that show rather than put it out into the mass market. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know that because like, well, when we're we going to get it? Well, you either get it as a bootleg at a comic book shop, a comic book you know con, convention, yeah, convention, or go to wb.com and you know um, look up their catalog for television shows. You'll see Almost Human. You can order it. And it's, I think it's like fifteen dollars for the season, for the series. But it's going to be like, okay, well, we we got one, kachunk, 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 yeah, mallet. You know, yeah. it's, and I don't think you can get it on Blu-ray. I think you only get it on DVD. <laughs> so that means no bonus features, no nothing. It's just here's your show. Leave us alone. Right. <laughs> here's a copy of the episodes. Go away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. Here's your show. Here's we, your VHS tapes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love these yard anymore. That's not my problem. But yeah, they just re-released the whole Cosby Show TV show not too long ago. Yeah. All right. Good for you guys. <laughs> way the way the way the universe works. Yep. All right, well, on that note, we'll call it a night. We'll call it a show. Uh, a show. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and on Her Radio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. And don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Or follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. And don't forget, if you want to catch the rebroadcast of this pie, this show into three bite-sized chunks... You can download them with bonus material on wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. Or now, any Google user can download their favorite uh, podcast app, <laughs> search for Geeksters, and can find us there. All right, but if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Sean, you can contact him at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And we'll see you next week where you have Tales of the Renaissance Fair. And we're back. (laughs) No singing? No singing.
<laughs> Took too much out of you? Yeah. <laughs> got to focus, Ed. I got to focus. <laughs> focus on bringing the funny and the information. And the thanks for listening to part three. All right. And the thanks for listening to all three parts instead of just one. What if they listen to all three parts? Well, I'm thanking them in advance for listening to all three parts. <laughs> I appreciate you listening to at least one of them. So thank you for that. But I'd really be thankful if you listen to all three. <laughs> I'd be really thankful if they go to Facebook, go to Geeksters Radio, and like it for us. You know where else they can go? Where? I would really appreciate if they check out our Twitter page. It's geeks at Geeksters and follow us there. Or go to Instagram at Geeksters Radio and yeah, you can do whatever you want to with that. I'd be just happy if they go to this live show on Sunday nights between <laughs> 6 and 9.30 Eastern Dive on AquanetRadio.com. Tune in, iTunes Radio and iHeartRadio. Just, you know what? They can just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. <laughs> they sure could. <laughs> But in the meantime, <laughs> I almost knocked off the mic and, and Ed flinched like I was about to beat him. <laughs> Those things fly off. They land like a bullet. <laughs> it's like, I'm dead. A screen is going to kill me. They hurt. I've, I've had it happen. All right, whatever. <laughs> it's plastic. Oh, I killed a man once with a plastic spoon. It's called a fork. But I... Picked off the two sides and became a shiv, and I stabbed them a bunch of times in the neck. <laughs> and then what happened? <laughs> My, and then I got myself a Kaiser blade. <laughs> uh-huh. Got some taters. <laughs> French fried taters. Say French fries taters. Anyway. <sighs> yeah, so uh, thanks again. <laughs> And if you want to contact, if you want to, if you want to tell your friends about the show, and want to tell them where to go get their own version of the show, their own version, like we do different versions for other people. <laughs> Sometimes, custom made just for you. Yeah, custom made. Everyone specifically designed just for you. <laughs> How do they do that? I feel like they're talking directly to me. We are Jeff. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> Lou, <laughs> Samantha, insert name here, <laughs> Francis. That's right, Pope. <laughs> this is just for you. <laughs> anyway, um, if they want to listen to uh, another copy of the show, <laughs> whatever, they want to download their own version, they can go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. Or now, if you're a Google user, you could download your favorite podcast app and search for Geeksters, and we'll be there for you. In the meantime, if you want to contact Ed on anything you might have seen or heard on the show, or if you got a news article that you wanted us to, you know, basically talk about on the show to hear our opinion about it, just give them to Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Sean and just ask him any questions or just want to send him a dick pic, you can contact us Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> well, you can send him his dick pic. <laughs> it's out there somewhere. I guarantee you, I ain't running for office anytime soon. If you find it, you can send it to him, and they go, "There's your dick pic." But you don't have my face in it, so I only I'll know if it's my. Be people send him random dick pics. Is this your penis? Is this your penis? Is this your penis? <laughs> God, I hope they do that. <laughs> it's like the like $25,000 pyramid. Is this your penis? <laughs> no. <laughs> Truth or dare? <laughs>
Is this your penis? That's black. No. <laughs> we play NBA 2K16. <laughs> uh, all right, kids. We'll see you later. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.